0: Forgotten Flicks remembers Sorcerer, 1977.
1: From William Friedkin, the Academy Award-winning director of The Exorcist and The Guardian, comes Sorcerer, starring Roy Scheider. A riveting tale of high adventure, jolting suspense, and non-stop action set in the jungles of South America. Newsweek calls Sorcerer the toughest, most relentless American film in a long time. Highly demanded and long awaited, the video cassette release of Sorcerer will be backed by P.O.P. that includes posters and more. Freakins, Sorcerer, for the first time ever on video cassette, October 4th.
0: Hello, and welcome to Forgotten Flicks, where we remember. The movies you grew up with, including ones that nobody saw at the movie theater. I am Joel, and I am joined by the affable, lovable, squeezable, huggable, Peter.
1: Hi. Howdy, my friend. Good evening to you. How are you? I'm doing just perfectly fine.
0: I am actually very excited. First off, that was a minute and 10, 15 second trailer. And mm-hmm. by pushing half of it was just the music, but I'm going to get out of the way and yeah. say right now, I freaking loved the music.
1: Wow. You're reading minds again, because you know what I was going to say right off the bat? Let's get it out. The score is effing awesome, which I did and
0: and, and to get it really out of the way. It wasn't until the end credits where I don't know how I missed it in the opening credits. Uh, maybe it wasn't there, but I didn't recall seeing it, but the, this is, I guess, Tangerine dreams. Yes, first movie score. That was one pieces, uh, yeah. I think that was so. Yeah. one of the pieces of trivia that yeah. uh, that I came out came across. Said this was their first one. So uh, that yeah, it, it's awesome. I, I love yeah. I mean, it. It reminded me, especially with the font and the way it looked, and of course, it's like people are like, oh, what even? What movie are you guys even talking about?" Uh, we're yeah. covering oh, oh. Sorcerer, yeah, yeah. nineteen seventy-seven. <laughs> In case you missed that little opening, uh, we, mm. we're covering Sorcerer from nineteen seventy-seven. Uh, it's a movie that was directed by William. Uh, the Exorcist, Friedkin. Hmm. Uh, he also did, I mean, movies like Good Lord. Well, we talked about To Live and Die in L.A., Cruising, A mm-hmm. uh, French Connection. Uh, so, yep. you know, a lot of lot of great movies. His later movies were uh, more uneven. Although more recently, he did uh, was a Killer Joe with Matthew McConaughey, which I haven't seen yet, but I've heard a lot of people say it was really good, really yeah. effective. Bug.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, so I he did one in uh, 2003 called The Hunted. Was. With- wasn't all that bad either. And With, I remember
0: uh, um, what was the um, oh perfect new game. What was the one I was just talking about this one the other day?
1: Me, hold on. I'm cheat and Look,
0: okay, rules of engagement. That's what I was thinking of. That was oh, yeah, I remember yeah. liking that one a lot too. Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson and Tommy Lee Jones. So
1: yeah, yeah. well, we talked about the Guardian uh, a couple of weeks back too. Yeah,
0: and of course Guardian. And and I I've heard people make the argument. A lot of you know c- critics uh, make the argument <laughs> that of his group, and I and I don't I don't I kind of think of him. Is maybe being a little bit, I know his age, he's a little bit older and I don't, I don't often think of him as being part of the Scorsese, Spielberg, Lucas, De Palma, even Coppola was kind of like their big brother. Cause even he was older than that group, <laughs> but that young upstart group of filmmakers, I, I often think of him as being slightly just before their, them just a little bit. But not by much. because He did The Boys in the Band in 1970. Um, I mean, and some of the guys had started making movies in the late late 60s, very early 70s. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but he kind of blew up on the scene with both The Boys in the Band. But then French Connection was the big one, and immediately following yeah. that with The Exorcist. I mean, you don't about a one-two punch, right? Um, yep. And ultimately, uh. he. I've heard people make the argument that is a film like as a director that he is the best of all of those guys. Now, I think that's a total subjective. You can get into a debate about that, um, but, yeah. but he definitely has some early stuff on his filmography. If that's all he ever did it would make him one of the best. So yep. I think we can agree on that point. <clears throat> um, so this is a William freaking film. Like we said, Sorcerer, yeah. 19th.
1: Well, in, uh, in, in case people missed it, the score is done by danger and dream, which a, a group, which yes. we both, Love.
0: yes they i love their sound and what i was going to say was is the credits the font of the credits especially at the end mm-hmm. had a carpenter-esque quality to them yes
1: didn't did you pick that up yes and the score and oh i know i was
0: thinking was well, this a carpenter yeah. movie because the way the, mm-hmm. the text the font looked the, the typography yeah. and this music i was like this is like a yeah, freaking uh, uh, discovered carpenter movie <laughs> so
1: yeah, yeah. but it's very carpenter-esque and and the faces the score it's a great score. Yes. It, I it, love it, this
0: score. It's great. It's Actually, I went and found it on YouTube, because, you know, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it, it may or may not be there, and I may have downloaded it immediately. <laughs> uh-huh. It's great.
1: So I, I haven't had the chance yet, but will. Yes. So, it also
0: stars Roy Scheider. Yep. Who, uh, I believe we've covered him before.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <coughs> Which, of course, he's Some the reason others. why we're doing this one, if, as I recall, because we did Cohen and Tate with him. Uh, we won't yep. go through all the movies. Everybody, I think, is fully aware at this point what... Mr. Scheider has done. Yeah, and if not, just go look him up. Th- then everybody else is people whose names I'm not even going to dare pronounce. Uh, so I'll leave that to Peter, being that he lives oh. closer to their – most of their uh, necks of the woods, being that they're European. Oh. I can say Bruno. Yeah. Is it? Is it – I know. Is it Crimea?
1: I was hoping you could uh, answer that. I don't it, know. It Kramer looks like Creamer. And yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without the A, like Female yeah. or K- something like yes, that. Kramer. Yeah. So he's yeah. been in a lot of yeah. stuff, but I a don't really re- recognize any of it. But uh.
0: some of them I recognize the title, and I've seen so I've seen a few of them. Although I'm trying I'm trying to remember which one it was. There was one that I remember seeing. Well, he's on the Orient Express TV miniseries, although I don't know if that was where that production was done. So. Huh.
1: Uh, there's been so many versions of that, one, so I'm sure. not really sure which one I've seen. Francisco Raval is also.
0: So Bruno was was he the was he the Frenchman that was on yeah. the crew? Okay, yeah. yes. And then because Fr- nobody has a picture, like there's no pictures really of no, no. these guys on you their have. IMDb page. So I'm like, oh, who
1: was who? You have to watch the movie with IMDb up uh, and make he, notes.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So <laughs> and so Francisco, which one was he? Was he the guy
1: who Francisco did Francisco Rob the Hitman. Okay. Uh, okay. Nilo. We haven't done the spoiler
0: alert yet, although moving forward from this point on, just assume that we're going to spoil this movie. And if you've not seen this movie, because very few people I think have, uh, if you have not seen Sorcerer from 1977, please go watch it and pause it and then come back and listen to this because we're going to go into it. So, yes, like you said, he's a hitman at the very beginning of the movie as we get each of these guys' stories and we'll go into a high-level synopsis. But as we get each story, each backstory of why they – what they did and how they ended up where they are –
1: yeah, you kind of get a, a four. Yeah, you kind of get a four part uh, introduction at sure. the start of the movie. Sure.
0: So then, so he was the hitman, and then that leaves us. He's
1: been with, in a lot of stuff. More, he, he had more than two hundred credits on IMDb, and I, rec- I recognized one <laughs> Nightmare City, nineteen eighty.
0: Okay, and then I apologize. I apologize in mm-hmm. advance. Is it Amadou? Amadou?
1: Uh, I think it's Amadou.
0: Amadou? Okay. His middle name yeah. is Ben. I can go with that. Ben. He <laughs> he is an also an accomplished actor, sixty-one credits. He <clears throat> he was what he was part of the team and he was the guy who was involved in the bombing in Jerusalem. Yeah, he was the,
1: okay. Yeah, the terrorist guy.
0: Yeah. So uh, he was in Ronin, which I remember that with Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. Both, film. Uh, and yep.
1: Rules of Engagement. Yep. He, he was it in as well. You remember that old uh, 1981 Victory, the football the mm-hmm. movie? Yeah, I used to have that
0: on DVD. I, don't, I actually yeah. was thinking about that the other day. I don't have that anymore. Yeah. It was Stallone,
1: right? Was it Stallone? Uh, uh, yeah.
0: Right? Yeah, and Pele. It's yeah, a good,
1: I yeah, I think he's a goalkeeper. So uh, we're talking soccer. Yes. Also, yeah. Yes.
0: Football.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> That is the crew. There's four guys. So go ahead, Peter. We've set up. There's four guys all with sort of shady backgrounds that have been involved in bad things. Roy Scheider is this mob, like Irish mob type guy who was involved in a robbing a church during bingo night yeah.
1: and shooting a priest, yeah. by the way. That's
0: got to yeah, be good a for good, you. Not
1: a good thing. No, it kind of messes with your karma, I think.
0: Yeah, a little bit. You know, it's probably bad. It's probably bad karma to shoot anybody. I'll just throw that out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, so, yeah, okay. but I just have
0: a feeling that you know this. Yeah, uh, shooting a
1: priest is not going to help. You. Probably not going to. Yeah, get you get you yeah. a lot of bonus points. Nope. So he. Yeah, and, that, and, and, and yeah, and, the, and, the, and the, with the priest who's connected to the mob, it's even worse. Yeah, really, is a bad idea. So yes, yeah, so <laughs> we, we,
0: we'll get into that. So he yes. did that. The uh, uh, Ben. Also known as Amadou. He mm-hmm. is the terror. Well, I guess he's a terror. I'm assuming he's a terrorist. Like they never – that was – I will get to that. Well, that part did have me a bit confused. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. what he – who he was and how he got apprehended, whatever. So uh, then Francisco, we said, was the hitman who we see you know, assassinate somebody with a silencer beginning of the movie. Yeah. Actually, he's the first one we see.
1: Yeah, in Veracruz. Then we go to Jerusalem to the, yes. Uh, yes. the bombing? And then we go to Paris? Yeah, with Bruno.
0: And that's with Bruno. Yeah.
1: He's in a. He's a, a banker. Yeah, involved with a kind of a major fraud, and yes. he can't get out of it, so he kind of skips. He town. literally
0: runs away on foot. Yeah, and the next yes, time we see he him, does. he, along with the rest of these miscreants, is in the South American jungle, which is where the majority of this movie takes place.
1: Yeah. Uh, I wrote down South American piece of shit town.
0: It's it's rough.
1: It is a it's very it rough is a
0: rough town. So. Uh, that being said, Peter, do you have a, a quick little over okay, – I guess that's sort of the setup of the whole movie. It, t- it takes a good 15-plus yeah. minutes of the first beginning of the movie that all that stuff
1: transpires. Yeah, I mean, because they kind of have to uh, go underground, so to speak, to get away from anyone who kind of – I mean, they, they're they not apprehended and sent anywhere. They they kind of go there, and, uh, and I mean uh, Roy Scheider's uh, character also – kind of gets sent away yes uh, by a friend or something so but the others are they're, they're kind of in hiding in uh, South America yes working for well for for nothing basically uh, and it's it kind of yeah, they work for nothing on an oil well uh, and try to get scrape enough money uh, so they can finally leave it but still they're in hiding so I don't think they're in a uh, in the greatest hurry and let's see uh and shit goes down with the oil well because it explodes starts mm-hmm. burning and uh, it's where the, the town gets its money so they kind of have to blow it so they can start pumping oil again
0: we should say that the the oil as you said there's this oil refinery
1: yeah, a refined oil well or refinery. Yeah, yeah
0: all that that's obviously the only financial support of this entire village yes. area, and so so many of the people there work for this 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 oil company, and there is essentially a, rebe- a rebellion that's starting to rise up because this is a, this country and they did they say that it was what was the country again? Was it? It wasn't. No, Costa Rica. I think it's
1: just. Did they ever no, say which I, country it was? No, I don't think. No, no, I think it's just some South American. They, they never yeah. really referred to. Okay. Neither the town's name I think or, or or the place just assume that it's in South America or something. yes yes so yeah they're not yeah they don't have the best working conditions no so
0: and I, it's, it's, it's a military dictatorship presumably <laughs> and the yep. people are starting to rise up a bit and as a result and there's I guess groups of freedom fighters in the in the mountain areas and what's what happens is a terrorist Theor- they don't know exactly who did it, but there was a bombing totally. at the oil, which, you know, causes the the uh, the oil refinery to explode. But they, what ends up happening is to placate the people, the dictatorship makes it seem like it's the American company or was yep. it America. It was American company, right? That they yeah, so. are uh, directly. Re- basically, it was an accident. It was on them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of like they were neglecting safety or stuff like that. It just kind of make them look like the bad guy. Yeah, that scene where, where the, the people turns again is it's, it's, it's rough.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have to get into the violence of this movie because I still can't believe it's PG.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. No, oh, yeah.
0: The fact that this came out a month after Star Wars, which is also PG, I watched mm-hmm. Star Wars. I'm like, okay, this is a PG. And then you go to this yeah. movie and you're like... How I understand if there had been a PG thirteen, yeah. it would have gotten that. I am really surprised it was not. Even with a PG thirteen, I think for violence this would be an R. But we'll get into that. So yeah, the oil refinery explodes, which then, as you said, causes them to need to create a, a new one, basically. But they and they have need to, to blow out
1: the, the fire.
0: Yes. To, oh yeah, to cause the fire to to go down, and mm-hmm. and then they decide, well, we could do it using these of dynamite, I uh, guess is what it originally was, but it's the nitroglycerin.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone near this place if you, not, e- not even if you paid me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so unstable or instable or whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah. And they say, yeah, can you use this? Well, it's worthless, but I suppose we could, uh, we, we suppose we could could use it. We just have to get it from A to B, which is 200 miles through the thick jungle on basically no roads
0: yes and if you what does he say if you jar it if you uh, yeah because the one guy's going to remember the one guy he brings in the helicopter pilot early on Uh like okay we have to transport this stuff and the guy's like well yeah but we're gonna hit turbulence and if you hit even just a little turbulence it's gone (laughs) now that's a suicide yeah i'm not flying that.
1: yeah they're, they're to get away from the the vibrations from the chopper they could hang it a little he said on a pallet and a line and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's when the turbulence comes in and yep. things would say boom. Yeah, basically
0: very quickly. So yeah, they so, they do this great demonstration where the guy reaches his hand yeah. in and he just gets a tiny bit of the moisture on his fingers from yeah, the nitroglycerin. Yeah, the yeah. and then he goes outside. Just he's holding his hand very still and he, and he goes outside <laughs> and he just kind of does this move where he. You know, throws it down like you would take, like, so you had like a boogie on your finger and you went you know, like this, yeah, kind of just kind of uh, get yeah. it to flip off and it hits and just pop, 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 pop and just that yep. tiny little bit causes this
1: significant,
0: <clears throat> <laughs> noticeable reaction. And so that's the and premise, I
1: mean, just, uh, yeah. And no, I just look at the, the cases there, there's moss growing on them, oh, their voice. Yeah. Now, I will I'm, say this
0: why is it they couldn't have just gotten new dynamite? Was it just they, ne- uh, they didn't have enough time to get it to come in, and and this was a time probably. issue? Yeah,
1: I yeah, guess. because it, uh, early on, well, early on, we're still early on in the movie, but uh, the uh, not the boss that are uh, present here at uh, the dynamo, but his boss, yes. kind of tells him that the uh, head honchos in America kind of they they don't want to they don't want right. to pay for anything. He kind of has to fix it because he's not getting or they're going to
0: shut it down.
1: Yeah, yes, which is a uh, uh, Probably not a good thing. Yes. For because, for for uh, that not, area
0: and for him from his perspective of yeah. having a job, yes.
1: So Yeah, so they decide to uh transport it by truck. Yes, and, and, and they run a
0: contest <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. to see yeah. who the best
0: drivers could be. Yep. And it's narrowed down to these four guys. And they decide that they're gonna have two trucks, three boxes of this relatively unstable <laughs> stuff <laughs> in the back of each truck. And They actually, it's kind of a cool idea. They pack part of the back of the truck with sand and then nestle each box into that. So that acts as a a bit of a shock absorber. Of course, I'm thinking to myself, that's still not, there's no way that's going to be.
1: No, no. I I mean, still, there's not enough money in the world to pay me to do what they're doing.
0: And and I will say, I think this is what you would define, at least on paper, as a ready-made suspense narrative. Now, one thing we completely missed, and I'm sure there's somebody out there who does know about this movie and is enough of a a, a film geek to have been yelling this out. This is actually a remake.
1: Yes, we, it is.
0: We did not get the opportunity to mention. Oh.
1: No, yeah, it's it's based on a, well, first of all, it's based on a novel uh, called The Wages of Fear, yes. written by Georges Arnaud. Yes. And which was made into a movie in 19... 19- for her early 50s 1953
0: 53. Yep. okay yeah that's right yeah and uh the clue was is it cl- clauso cluso? yeah clue cl- 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 <laughs> yes inspector cluso did yeah, uh, he made, the, yeah he was the director uh and <laughs> so, it was
1: cl- cluso cluso i'm not yes, sure how
0: c-l-o-u-z-o-t how that is how exactly.
1: you spell it. Yes,
0: pronouncing it is a whole other issue.
1: Pronounce it as you
0: uh, wish, Henri. Uh, uh, Henri, <laughs> you like that. That was a redneck French. <laughs> Henri, <laughs> Henri. Georges Clausat. That's. I'm, there you I, go. I, I had now we have completely lost our our French listening contingent. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm shameful. So, the wages of fear is a classic film, and this is a remake of that classic film though. I think there's several things I listened to and read because I actually wanted to follow up just because I was so curious with this movie because we'll get into what happened with this movie. Uh, But I was interested to know being the freaking who he is and, and everything that goes into it, like what were some of the thought processes and what went into a lot of this. And I guess the reasoning behind remaking it was to make it even more like the book though. I've never seen the original. Have you seen the original?
1: No, I don't think so. It doesn't ring any bells, so I don't think that. I want to to see it and compare it. Oh, I do too.
0: I absolutely do. Now, did you, did you, had you not seen Sorcerer either? Had you?
1: No, no, no. Neither not. I've had it on my shelf for a long time, but I never got the opportunity to see it. Yeah,
0: this is one of Friedkin's earlier films that, yeah, actually, it's funny. Friedkin's one of those guys that I'm very familiar with a lot of his movies, but. Off the top of my head, I've only seen just a couple of them. <laughs> like if I go – if yeah. I'm really being honest, I'm like, you know, there's only a few of his movies I've actually seen. So hmm. now, the ones I've seen I've seen multiple times for the – well, obviously yes. The Exorcist. But, yep. um, but yeah, the uh, – I, I had not – with Sorcerer, I knew of it. I remember the poster with the, the truck going across the it's
1: rickety, that, that, the rickety uh,
0: suspension bridge there.
1: Yeah, that original poster looks great. It's fantastic. really, really sure. great. Yeah,
0: and I knew that it was about these guys having to transport nitroglycerin through a South American jungle, and that's yep. the basic idea of it. That, at its simplest yeah, that, level, that's, that's, that's
1: basically what, it is. what I Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, it will say it is a slow burn because yeah. it takes. It's probably the halfway point of this two-hour movie. Before yeah, before
1: they actually yeah, but it's a uh, slow burn. But it's it's never boring. No, I don't. I don't think so. No, it, it's. It keeps you very interested in, in, in well, the, the characters, basically, and the whole setting and, and the, all of it. It's you never bored.
0: No, and and I think what I found interesting about it was, and it really jumped out at me with this movie at the beginning. Well, and we'll go back to the idea that the because I think we left off with the they do a test run for the for the guys to get the job. And that obviously narrows us down to the four drivers yeah. two free, two freeze truck and the trucks that are going to transport this nitroglycerin. So that narrows it down to the Roy Scheider character, the terrorist guy, the Frenchman. And then there's the, the not the hitman at first. I can't nope, remember who nope, the other actor was. There's somebody else. Uh, h-
1: hang on. Hang on. I have it. Uh, he was called Marquez and the actor's name is Carl John. Okay. something.
0: Okay. So he he is he is also the fourth driver. We'll get to why he doesn't stay the fourth driver in a minute. Yep. Uh but the beginning of this movie, my initial I, I turned my wife cuz she also uh, loved watching The Exorcist too and, and I said, "Didn't this remind you of the I mean, The Exorcist aesthetically? There's something about it. it just it reminded me uh, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And then I read something a little later which talked about the uh, economical way that Friedkin uses visual language meaning that he everything that's in the scenes it's very tight it's very he really subscribes to the you know cut in late exit early he there's minimal exposition I mean you get bits and pieces of things and you don't you have to fill in the gaps and go okay I'm I know something's going on here I just don't really know what but you're never how can I put this you're not confused in a this is bad storytelling you're you're confused in a I'm curious. There's a mystery. Like, what's going on? Why?
1: What is happening? Yeah, it's it's kind of like you're observing, but you're not seeing everything.
0: And I think a best, like I think that. a really great way to use an example that I think more people are going to be familiar with is in The Exorcist. The beginning when you're in Iraq uh, with Father Marin. Uh, yeah, and yes. and he's you know you see, but you don't know that that's who he is. You see the the Pazuzu. Thing that they find, and a kid runs up mm-hmm. and gives you just you don't know what's going on. You see a clock freeze, you see this weird stuff happen, but you never quite know. It all ends up making no. sense,
1: yeah. But it's kind of like you're, uh, you're confused in a good way, and yes. then uh, you, you're curious, you it makes you curious. yes, yes, yes it, exactly. It, it,
0: it sparks your curiosity, that's the best way to put it. And this yeah. movie does that yep. now. Interesting to note that. I believe someone tallied it was like the first 15 to 60 minutes. There's no English spoken for the most part. I mean, until we get to the Roy Scheider sequence. Well, yeah, I think his Uh is the only Yeah, which makes sense is it's in uh, New Jersey and it, but yeah, the first few vignettes, the first few uh, storylines, they're obviously not in English. So, or they're, I mean, the terrorist one, you don't get, any dialogue at all virtually. I mean, it's minimal.
1: No, not even in the the first with the hitman. Oh, that was none. I think oh, there's none. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then the none, the, the French else. way, but so that's all subtitles. Well, apparently I don't know if you read the trivia at all on this movie. And I want to go into more about the trivia, but apparently they actually had to put out a bit of a disclaimer in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because people were leaving. They thought they <laughs> were they're in the, They, they the were watching the wrong. Yeah. They're watching the wrong movie. Some it.
0: kind of foreign picture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So because there's no – it wasn't in English. People were like, I I don't understand what is happening. Uh, That and the title, I think, were the two biggest strikes against it. Of course, they do say that there was a little movie that may have opened up a month or so before this that could have also taken away some of its thunder. But I would argue the title and just the fact that they had to put out a disclaimer letting people know. Oh, no, no. Don't worry. This is not a complete – You know, it's not all subtitles.
1: No, no. It's it's, Be Patient. Yeah, Be Patient. Basically. Yeah, but it's – uh it's not as easily accessible as the one that was released about a month before this i mean that we can say that too that's also in case you didn't figure it out
0: (laughs) Yeah, this was open this was open june 24th 1977. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. almost exactly a month after yes so needless to say it really just completely and utterly tanked it did no business it it disappeared (laughs) Basically. People were walking out of it, uh, and, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but the, back to the uh, the other point, it, you see, the first fifteen minutes of this thing is all the build up, and then we get yes. to the South American jungle. He really spends a lot of time setting up the location, the the atmosphere, the yeah, the, the characters, and they're interacting a little squalor. bit with each other. What was that?
1: Yeah, they kind of live. Uh, everyone lives in squalor, yes. basically. It's 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 so poor. It's yeah.
0: It's a very, yeah, very wait. poor area and it's very sweaty.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, as one who lives in and is from Florida, I know <laughs> from humidity, this place was making me get swamp ass just watching it. It was, it was, it was yeah. rough. I mean, it was, it was, it was a very sweaty place though. I will say Roy Scheider is fantastic for just looking like, how can I put this? He looks like he smells of onion he you he know, he just he looks like the like the body odor and the, he just looks he still looks like this kind of classic movie star in a way, but he's so unique yeah. in that way he's not classically handsome he's not a you know if you go to the time apparently originally Steve McQueen is who William freaking wanted yeah i know and yeah. and you and to me that's like the i mean i love. McQueen, but compared to Roy Scheider,
1: I mean, that's night. No, after watching this, after watching it, I can't really picture anyone but Roy Scheider. See, I will say this.
0: I didn't realize the McQueen thing until I was doing a little research here recently. Now that I know that, I could see that. Like in A Great Escape, it would have been a different, I think the movie would have been, just it would have had a different feel to it. Well, obviously, because the reason why McQueen didn't get the role, well, he did get the role, he turned it down, is because they wouldn't hire his then, I guess she was his wife at that point, Ali McGraw.
1: Yeah, I think so. And yeah. he
0: wanted her to be in it as well, which if you watch the movie, this is definitely a male-dominated uh, testosterone-heavy yeah, okay. movie. This is not – there. I don't even – there was one female Yeah, there was one. Yeah. That, the
1: one who kind of
0: – I don't even know. know. Was she like what a she barkeep was, or something? I'm not even sure what her
1: – She was cleaning, but I think she was kind of doing everything in there. It's you know, small things, cleaning yeah. and making
0: but a definitely borderline background character. I mean, the main characters yeah. are these four men yeah. having to do this job. So, um, yeah, it, it, it takes a while to get there. And, and, but the thing is, you're like, you said, you're never bored. You're curious. No, now, no, no, This no. is a very adult movie. And I mean that in, I can't see like my teenage self, had they seen this? I don't think I would have liked it.
1: No, I think you, you, uh, had I seen it at a young age, I don't think, uh, well, it depends on what age I suppose, but, being being grown up, yes, you, you kind of appreciate this more, I think.
0: Because uh, I think you're willing to maybe, I don't, and I, I can't generalize. Obviously, I'm sure there's some kids out there that'd be on top of it. But if I was 13 or 14 years old <laughs> and I had an option yeah, between seeing Star no. Wars or seeing this one, it really would have been a no brainer.
1: Okay, yeah, basically, yeah. yes. So, so, uh, but no, so it's uh, it's uh, the theme is very adult in it, so. uh
0: and again I can't believe uh, this movie's PG. Like that, no, it, this is you, you go oh, it's a PG movie. Come on kids gather around. I mean there is like full on slicing of necks with shovels and arterial spray. There
1: is <laughs> yes.
0: Blood galore. I mean seriously. This is a bloody and, movie. And,
1: and the, yeah and the after the the well explodes and kills a lot of them oh, the I'm scene just, up, like, where burn they burn bodies and yeah and plastic and they carry them away. That scene is, grisly. is so... Yeah, and emotional and the car and crash, escalates. the Roy Scheider, uh, Oh, yeah, crash that scene. too. Yeah, oh, my God, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but apparently, oh. if Freakin, according to the trivia, he wanted that to be as quote unquote as realistic as possible, and it was pretty realistic. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it, it's blood all, all over the place, basically. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and I think that I I guess what it boils down to is for me. I come down on with this movie as I, I I'll just go ahead. I mean, we're you know thirty minutes into this. I really like this movie a lot. Like I was really <laughs> impressed by it. I thought visually uh, the I liked the visual elements. I love the music. Uh, the acting <laughs> is top notch. The direction is phenomenal. And I like Friedkin's style. And I think that's the thing is I think if you are somebody who prefers heavier exposition, if you want to have characters really. Talk through what they're doing, and and you know, and obviously that can be. I I don't like that. I don't I don't want to know too much. I actually like no. knowing just enough to where I'm not completely confused and lost. And Friedkin mm-hmm. is that kind of filmmaker, right?
1: Yes, yes, yes. And I mean this this this. this you don't get a lot of dialogue in this. Not no. uh, at least not in the in the second half of the movie when you're when they're out of the jungle. It's basically just very. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, short bursts of word, not even full sentences, basically. But you still get everything. Yeah. Through the the acting, the expressions, the the facial expressions, the the body uh, language, uh, everything. And, and, and,
0: I mean, character—he's just so. It's a—is uh, it uh, Dominguez? <clears throat> is what he goes by.
1: Uh, yeah, Dominguez. Yes, yeah. he Juan Dominguez. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He calls himself Juan Dominguez, and that's not uh-huh. his. His, his J- Jackie Scanlon is his actual name.
1: Yeah, they all go under different names. Yes. Like uh, the, the Frenchman Serrano. Serrano, is, that's right. Is, is Victor is his real K- name, K- and Ka-
0: uh, is uh, the Kassem. Amadou
1: character. That's Martinez. Yes, yes. Martinez. and the other guy. We never really get his name. No. The hitman. No, it's so, true. We don't really do we? Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh,
0: before I forget. There was only one other person in this entire movie that I recognized. Well, I recognized his name in the credits afterwards, but I don't even remember mm-hmm. who he played. Although according to the credits, he played Spider, which doesn't really help me because yeah. I, I don't remember who that is. Uh, Joe Spinell.
1: No, need- yeah, I know. So I, yeah, I don't know what the hell he played in this one.
0: Yeah, and for those that aren't familiar with him, he's probably most notoriously known for the mo- the original movie Maniac. From 1980, yeah. she's a maniac, maniac, which, by the way, was inspired by that horror movie. So the <laughs> he, but for me, like the thing I always know him from is Rocky's boss in the first Rocky. Yeah. The mobster guy. So yeah,
1: he's in the second one, too,
0: isn't he? I think so. Yes. I think he's he's not yeah. as much as he is in the first one. But I yeah. believe he is
1: so he's uh, in the second one as well.
0: So, yeah, but, so he's, a, he's but, a great actor. He's
1: Stuff. Yes, yes, he's been on a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of good stuff. So, uh, but I truly don't, yeah. remember, I don't remember who Spider no, was. I don't know. I just no, I saw the name as so, a what, and I had to go back and, and kind of flip through the different scenes, and I like I don't know. Yeah. Still, the other one I did remember. I, I didn't remember his name. I didn't uh, know his name is uh, the boss Corlett. Yeah. Who kind of sent him off? Yes. Is Ramon Bieri or something? He spent a, a lot of stuff I've seen.
0: Okay. Yeah, I really there's a other than Scheider and then recognizing mm-hmm. Joe Spinell's name. There's yeah. nobody in this movie that was familiar to me, which is great because then I'm totally invested yes. in them as the characters. I'm not yep. thinking about oh, I remember so and so from such and such. So no.
1: it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. And and, and, and basically, even even though you recognize Roy Scheider from a, a bunch of other stuff in this movie, you don't really think of him from. Jaws, or no. Marathon Man, or Thunder. You he's think more, of him? He's man. definitely more. Co- Co- he's
0: more Cohen and Tate. Like this is definitely more yeah. Cohen than it is yes. uh, Brody. <laughs> and, what I, and what I also yeah, yeah. and what I was going to say, I also love that none of these guys. There's a couple of moments where they bond <laughs> in the most. I don't know, yeah. shallow kind of way, but for the most part, they really don't like each other, and they don't make no. any pretense to pretend they do. And do, there's no do, 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 scenes do. where in the end, there's like, oh, this one guy proves to the others that he can. No, none of that crap. No.
1: They no, just they're, each other. basically they, no. They bond because they have to,
0: and they need the money. And that this is a really good that, paying that, job because it's life or death, and they're going to make mm. a lot of money, especially if they're in the truck that makes it, and the other one doesn't make it.
1: Yeah, because uh, Roy Scheider's character says that you, they they have two trucks because – and they only need one case. So one of us is backup. Yes. So that's – that they, they send two trucks instead of loading it up on one because yes. they know that this can blow up. Well, what at, I love is they only
0: at, need one case, yet they put three in yeah. each vehicle, yeah. thus guaranteeing that if that vehicle blows up, all three cases go with it.
1: it yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess they didn't want to have six separate vehicles. I mean I understand that, but – so, so uh, I, I do want to get into just briefly the actual – the main reason to watch the movie, which is the transport element of the movie, the sequence of the movie, which is the latter half, the, the basically the second half of the movie. Yes, yeah, it's basically two. And, and that is the reason from a suspense perspective, if you are a fan of suspense thriller type movies – it is awesome. I mean, there is – a, yeah. and I don't want to give – this one I actually want to keep as spoiler-free as we can. I will say – and you can mm-hmm. – we mentioned you can see it on the poster. There is two uh, sequences involving a bridge, a rickety – I'm bridge. talking this thing – you know this thing? This thing makes the bridge in Temple of Doom look oh, like so that's a, the, a, the San Francisco a, Bay – the Golden Gate Bridge. I mean this yes. is so yeah. – that, that is so sturdy. Kalima Mm -hmm. is so sturdy compared (gasps) Compared to to this this thing. I mean, I'm trying to think what other movies have like that, that moment where the characters have to walk across that rickety ass bridge that just is falling under the, there's so many movies where that happens.
1: Um, Yeah, but none, none as intense as this. Do you remember Whitewater Summer? Whitewater
0: Summer with Sean asked, I want to say that had a sequence like that or something similar.
1: Oh God, I have to go back now. Kevin Bacon? Yeah, I know which one it is.
0: Oh, uh, crap, I feel like that had a scene like that. Yeah, you know what I'm don't talk about those it, moments where the characters are falling and they're like, "Oh, you got to keep going, don't look down."
1: It's in a ton yeah, of but, movies. Yeah, but not, but not as, rickety- as and, and nothing.
0: I mean, seriously, is, there's no way. The whole time, I'm like, "There's no way. There's no way, there's no way this bridge is going to hold. There's no way." I understand no, you don't I, have I'm a movie.
1: It's to one side, and it looks like it's almost going to topple over. It is so it,
0: realistic looking too. And, yeah. uh, and I, one of the trivia bits about this movie is apparently they spent a million dollars. That whole thing. What's amazing bridge, to me yeah. about that bridge is that it's all manufactured. That that bridge is not that rickety. It's all designed to, to you know, it, it, I really felt like they went and found the worst bridge in <laughs> Ecuador or San Salvador, or wherever they were, and used it because it looks insanely awful. Yeah, it looks
1: authentic. Yeah.
0: So compound that with, we're going to put a huge truck across it, and during a horrible tropical storm-type <laughs> storm, and we're going to fill it with three boxes full of nitroglycerin.
1: Yeah, there. If that doesn't make Reword. you pee a Reword. little. If that doesn't make Reword. you pee a little. No. intense as hell.
0: Yes, it is intense. And, yeah, and it, then, of course, it, right. I don't want to say if they get across or not, because honestly, and that's the thing about this movie. You do the whole thing. You truly don't know when the fit's gonna oh. hit the shan. You just know eventually it's going to.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's not a it's it's a question of when. Yes. Not if. And you don't you won't really
0: you assume oh it's gotta be it's Roy Scheiders, he's safe. Yeah, you don't know that. No. You really don't nope. know that. Nope. So I loved how intense that stuff was. There's there's a sequence involving a massive tree, which as soon as they rolled up on it, I said, Well, they have one option, but I'd back up <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, you mean the the, the tree? Yes, I Without well, so again, I, I
0: don't to... want to go into what happens because I, I like to keep. I want to keep the transport stuff as spoiler free because I feel like mm-hmm. the char- the stuff at the be you know that character stuff which is important, but it's not as
1: oh the build up is uh, yeah
0: sure yeah but, uh, it's but important the, but the, the, but the pay-off. oh but man the for the second half of this movie is worth the price of admission <laughs> it is so great so yeah. they they end up you know transporting they run afoul of various. Uh, yeah. Freedom fighters, which presumably is the one group that they, they come across at one point, they yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> oh, and, and they have to of course work with each other and they can't stand each other. So it's it just, oh. yeah. If you took at the worst moments between Quint and Hooper on the Orca, <laughs> yeah. at the worst moments and jack <laughs> yeah. them up. That's how these guys are with each other. So they really don't like each other. Um, oh, and I do want to say, and I mean, this is a spoiler. So again, anybody who's listening, just be aware mm-hmm. that the reason why the hitman ends up being one of the four is because he oh, yeah. <laughs> murders the fourth guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he and just seems very—he bl- just stands outside the room after he's done it, and the one guy goes in to check it. You know, goes in to get the guy. Yeah.
1: There's yeah. There's blood over the place on flies.
0: Yeah, and flies. Of course, so, got flies. Yeah. So,
1: and then he 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 goes to uh, and the boss shouts, "Oh, call the police! Call the police!" and said, "No." And uh, Roy Scheider's character says, "Hey, we're short one driver. We need the fourth one." Yep.
0: And that's what he wants. And he kind
1: of says, if the money's good, I'm as good as any of you. Yeah. Then that's uh, why he ends up being the fourth one. Yes.
0: And, uh, you know, without going in again to the very end of this movie and who does or does not survive, mm. the ending is <sighs> hopeful yet bleak. Yes. I think that's the best way to put the ending of this. movie. Yeah, I think so. Sweet and and full of some sense of. Melan it's melancholy it's got some melancholy in there you know and yeah. it, it's just it's hopeful yet there's a bleakness to it <clears throat> and then i have to do it it kicks into
1: that score alone oh my god
0: how do you not love that if you were a fan I, 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 of electronic score music at all now, people seem to be able to like it. The, 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 you know what? Stay out of this conversation. But if you actually like this kind of music, yeah, oh, my this God.
1: Is, 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 this is as good as it gets.
0: It's so, that, that... Oh my
1: God, so good. Oh, my God. Oh, did you read? Uh, yeah, well, if it was up to me, you'd just play the whole thing. Well, I,
0: who knows? There might be an Easter egg at the end of the episode. I you never, never know. know. Stranger oh. things have happened.
1: Yeah, but well, you know what uh, I read also in the trivia, that the band never saw the movie. They they wrote the music from the screenplay.
0: I want to say that happened with 3 O'Clock High as well. Or there was something oh, yeah? about 3 O'Clock High where they they started scoring it before. I, I want to say that there was another movie they were involved with where something similar happened. <laughs> but I want to also add this as a bit of trivia. Because if this is true, mm-hmm. there's a part of me, and I'm a fan of Tubular Bells, okay? if you if you are a fan of the exorcist you know the 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 song which is sort of arbitrarily just it always felt to me like it just sort of stuck in there it's like the 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 the, uh, the ellen Burstyn character is just walking along
1: yeah she starts walking down the street
0: and it's it's awesome it's very fall you know the leaves are blowing it's cool crisp she you know it's very uh, it's just great it's just got this great atmosphere yeah, and, it, and that music yeah, kicks in it,
1: yeah i know it's, it's a good part the portion into the movie before we hear it. Yeah, so, but it's uh, not
0: like in Halloween, right? No. Halloween, the music kicks up because that's, in a sense, Michael's theme, right? It, yes. You know you're yeah. in danger. With the tubular bells thing, it's sort of like, oh, well, uh, Mrs. McNeil's going to walk down the road, so let's just cue the tubular bells, a
1: song which already <laughs>
0: existed prior to this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. And, and yeah, and now it's uh, forever connected to The Exorcist. Of course, because you and cannot hear that.
0: Of course it is, yes. Even though it was not probably yeah. meant to be scary, Oh, no, I know. <laughs>
1: but I, here's
0: what's interesting. Did you know that Friedkin, did you read the thing about Friedkin saying that had he known of Tangerine Dream when he made Exorcist, he would have had them score it? Can you imagine?
1: Oh, God. How awesome. Oh, stop teasing.
0: You got a little excited there, didn't you?
1: Uh A little. <laughs> That's so, full-on mask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> TMI. So, <laughs> but but I was like, you know, I seldom had that response to the what ifs, like what could have happened. Usually I'm like, eh, like Kurt Russell could have played Han Solo. I love Kurt Russell, <laughs> but it's like I keep trying to visualize that. I'm like, I don't. Tom Selleck yeah. could have been Indiana Jones. Eh, yeah, I, I, I could take some Tom yeah, Selleck, it's like, but no, he's not. In, and I realized I just used two Harrison Ford. You know, options, but I'm just saying the the alternatives, but, but ultimately for this, when I heard that, I was like, holy crap, that would have been legendary. That could have been epic. This, this kind of music. Now this is more action adventure, but it's got that Halloween thing. This is pre pre Halloween, by the way, pre Halloween. Ooh. Oh, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make accusations. Oh, I didn't really – Does that kind of sound a little... Uh, wait, wait, not this. No, no, that. That doesn't remind you just a little
1: bit. Uh huh. I mean, it's yeah, not. Well, it's I not.
0: In in No no, I, no no no. Yeah, I
1: did. I may have of to it, cut this but, part uh, out because yeah. I don't want to get sued for. <laughs> oh no! Well, uh,
0: but but I just
1: saying Nobody- – no, but it is Carpenter. Uh, I mean, it, it, we did both think of Carpenter. This is true. Uh, this is true. It, 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 so, it uh, reminds
0: me. It reminds me a lot of Carpenter. And this is this predates Halloween at least. Now, presumably, this came out in the summer of '77. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Halloween didn't come out till the end of '77. I think actually didn't. It was released earlier, wasn't it? And then they re-released it, and that's when it because it, yeah, it, but it I mean, bombed. Yeah. If I remember I want to see Yeah, my,
1: I mean they, they they pulled it. I read somewhere that uh, one of the theaters that uh, uh, where did they show Star Wars first? It must have been there. Oh,
0: the Man's Chinese Theater? Was that the one? Yeah, yeah.
1: that must have been there. And I think they pulled and uh, then this uh, premiered and they pulled it and uh, re uh well, they kind of showed Star Wars, Star Wars yeah. again. No, but I'm, yeah. I'm talking about
0: Halloween. Didn't Halloween, it has completely it has nothing to do with Halloween. I'm no, no, but it. I
1: mean yeah, but I mean if if sorcerer tank like that, it's it it kind of Went away, so I don't think we go to uh, yeah, again yet at all. So uh, no, no,
0: I, I, I just but, think there are, there is a definite tonal similarity. And what my po- I'm yes. coming to the point is yes. them Tangerine Dream doing music for The Exorcist, in my opinion, would have been phenomenal. I just I have a feeling that would have that could have been epic, but we'll never know.
1: Yeah, well, no, The Exorcist is good, but oh, uh, yeah, The yeah, Exorcist is, is okay good. without it. Let's just say. That. <laughs> yes, it is. But adding Tangerine Dream score to it would have been yes. Oh my god! Wow. That'd be incredible.
0: So oh, I, I, I think yeah. I think we pretty much hit on all the the really major stuff. I mean, I couldn't wait to talk about the music because honestly, that the movie's great. The movie's suspenseful. It's well made. It's great storytelling. The fantastic acting. All of that. But honestly, I the music, yeah. I mean, I loved. Yeah.
1: The, the music is. I know. I knew as soon as I saw *Tender and Dream*, I thought, "Oh, Joel's gonna <laughs> love this." And, but I mean, the whole movie—it looks good. It's shot very well, and the sound—not uh, just the, the the score, but oh, the sound—really, yeah. oh, yeah. really good. Sound? Yeah, actually, didn't I mean, this, you, this
0: was that the only thing this was nominated for with sound design?
1: I want to say Academy uh, Awards yeah. the only yeah. thing it got nominated for. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. I didn't catch it no, for one, you're... but I, I know I think it
1: got nominated. No, no, Yeah, but I mean, just listen to just listen to the to the two trucks. I yeah. mean, they mixed in, and that was kind of one of the. Oh, yeah. that's kind of uh, one of the earliest movies to mix in uh, uh, animal sounds Mm. and the uh, animal wars into the engine sounds. Yes. Because you can hear it.
0: Because there are the two trucks, which (laughs) I guess this brings us to why this movie is called Sorcerer. Perhaps one of the most misnamed movies ever. Yeah. One of the trucks, apparently, is called Sorcerer. And and what's the other one called? Do you recall? Uh, Lazaro, I think. Yeah. Which is supposed to be, obviously, an allusion to Lazarus. Yeah. 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 So apparently Friedkin, though, one of the things I read, I don't know if you caught this too, he had not acknowledged that it was an intentional choice. Because I would think originally <laughs> they were going to just call it Wages of Fear because it's a remake of Wages of Fear. And, yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah. And, and, but you choose to and name it uh, Sorcerer. I don't did
0: know. you catch why?
1: Uh, I read a lot of uh, trivia today.
0: Uh, well, the, God, well what I fact what jumped out at me was the thing. One of the things I read claimed that he did it because he wanted it to allude, in a sense, to The Exorcist, which had been his previous major motion picture. And yeah, yeah, and
1: almost, heads that, heads almost, heads. that almost
0: that almost smacks of um, uh, I'll say at best disingenuousness. Like you're like you're trying <laughs> to be a little cute, Like oh, the last movie I made was really huge, and it was obviously the supernatural uh, horror picture. And then I'm gonna make this other movie, which has nothing to do with any yeah. of that, <laughs> not even I'm smidgen, and I'm gonna call it something that on its face has the connotation of something
1: mystic, <clears throat> so
0: oops, yeah,
1: so here's yeah, my they still has to. The- they had to put out a disclaimer. Anyway, this is not a supernatural movie. Yeah, they had to put out two disclaimers. Yeah, I know. This movie is in
0: English <laughs> at some point, and the, so here's my argument, Peter. I'll, everything I read. Oh, this poor movie was because Star Wars came out, but as if no other movies opened in 1977 that yeah, had success, it's, right? It's just, Anything opened? Just, yeah, that Star Wars the only movie that made money. Post, I didn't bother looking up other movies in 77. I'm sure if we really did just a modicum of research, uh, you know, but we're lazy. <laughs> We could have figured it out. But I'm just saying there had to be other movies that opened in the weeks and months following Star Wars because to me, this is a totally different movie. This is not a star. This is a, a movie that you would program counter to a Star Wars because it's just a different type of movie.
1: Yes. Now,
0: completely. I'm not saying Star Wars didn't have an effect on it. I'm not saying – and apparently this thing went really over budget and had all sorts of problems. You know, yeah. it, it was very much in the whole uh, uh, Heaven's Gate mold and maybe not as extreme. But it, it – no. it, way over budget needed to make a crap ton of money. So it never would have broken even probably. But that being said, no. it bombed, right? Big time. So my theory is this. It wasn't because of Star Wars. It was because people were confused.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, of, for different reasons. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, the name, of course, and the uh, the fact that the first fifteen minutes. I mean, if people have walked out,
0: to walk out of a movie is yeah. is, is substantial. And most people will sit yeah. through b- virtually anything. Okay. Yes. So. Yep. I I, I am. Hard pressed to say that it had to be the confusion, and not because of the movie per se, but the confusion in the marketing of it. The fact that people said, okay, it's called Sorcerer, it's by the guy that did The Exorcist. Hmm. Yeah. Why aren't there anything supernatural happening? Yeah. And why isn't there anybody talking in English in the first 15 minutes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even, and they, they, and, and one international, well, the first international release, I think, they, they kind of cut out the whole. Uh, the whole uh, prologue and kind of put it in, put it back in as flashbacks.
0: I will be honest, though, I would be curious to see that, and there, here's why. I know that was not Freakin's vision, and I'm all
1: no, no, for no, supporting. do compare.
0: Yeah, because I I wonder if it would have played better that way. Yeah. I I could be wrong. It may have been not enough, like it, because I don't feel like any of those opening, probably the French banker one, the Bruno's Serrano, yeah. his his. Sequence probably was the most in depth as far as character
1: and just yeah yeah it's it's the it's the longest one
0: yeah it was definitely yeah. the longest one it went into the most but I I kind of feel like you could have gotten that peppered throughout up and because especially since you don't get to the really suspenseful stuff to the midpoint had they peppered this through um, all all lost, right? Just like these little flashback Mm. moments between the different characters cross-cutting. I don't think it would have been any more or less confusing than it was at the beginning. You would have seen these guys. Okay. We would have seen they're obviously in the South American village, they're up to something. There's something going on here. And we keep cutting back to their previous, even if you showed the sequences in their entirety, but did it as a flashback.
1: Would actually be cool too. Be able to find one of these prints
0: yeah it would be that'd be a pretty so if anybody knows
1: of a yeah, if you have to i think it's uh, only released on vhs i think but i'm not sure what, if it's that, sorcerer that, i
0: know the sorcerer is on blu-ray now
1: no yeah yeah but no no, no i mean uh, back then oh yes, yes, yes I'm sorry. Uh, so if you want to find this gotcha. uh, international release i'm not even sure if it that was released on vhs because it was theatrical that, right that was the theatrical uh, yeah. release okay so I don't think that uh, if you want to find that one, that uh, might be expensive, and you have to kind of buy a movie theater to watch it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or
0: at least rent you a projector. Yeah. So, Peter, <laughs> I guess uh, then, yes. uh, should we should we say that, in your opinion, is it is this movie worth remembering, or should we just forget it? Forget free no, can even this. made this thing.
1: No, okay. this is uh, this. Uh, went this shot really fast off my chart of favorite movies, because this was, I, I basically watched it twice. And, uh, this week. So, uh, well, I, I, I really, really, really like this one.
0: And as a person who used to be the type that would watch <clears throat> certain movies over and over again, and I just <clears throat> don't anymore, I would, <clears throat> I could actually see myself rewatching this relatively soon, which is actually saying quite a bit. And, it, and it, yeah. I might knowing the opening now, honestly, Probably, for me, I would fast-forward past most of the opening stuff, even though there's some good character (laughs) moments. But now that I've seen that...
1: Yeah, and then start when they drive off. Yes.
0: Right in South America. Not necessarily right up to the point where they take the trucks. I like the build-up, but from the point where they're in that little South American village through to the end, definitely. Oh, fantastic.
1: I I mean, I even like the sequence when they... I mean, the trucks they get are not (laughs) uh, just so people know... They don't get new trucks to transport this. They don't even get shit trucks. They have to build the trucks from scrap. Yeah, pretty much from from, from different scrap trucks just strewn around there. And th- there's a lot of junk. I mean, I love the fact where, where the one where uh, Roy Scheider is kind of feeling the wheels on one of them and saying, "Ah, oh, this kind of this might work," and then he turns the the steering wheel and just. It's, it, it it's just spins round, and <laughs> the, the look in his face is "oh shit."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, so, 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 just to let people know, I think in the original movie from '53, uh, the oil company gave them new trucks to transport this. Mm-hmm. Not so in this one, because these trucks are well, it's it's basically junk.
0: That may be the understatement of the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well okay that that i'm saying that the bridge is, uh, uh, is a
0: is a bit good. rickety
1: yeah <laughs> so there you have it folks the, the, the two understatements of the episode yes.
0: so yeah, i would also say this movie is quite re- worth remembering um yeah and the fact that he did i mean i understand financially it didn't make any money blah 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 but the fact that he made boys in the band which is considered by many to be a very you know classic uh mm-hmm. interesting film but to to do the to go french connection Exorcist, Sorcerer. That's ridiculous, Mm -hmm. man. That is
1: crazy. I mean the three very, very good movies. I mean think
0: about it. To be a filmmaker and make any one of those movies, and that's it. Like you make – everything else you make is complete tripe, straight to video, schlock. doesn't matter. You made either The French Connection, The Exorcist, or Sorcerer. The Exorcist
1: or Sorcerer, yeah. Oh my god. That's incredible. That's a CV. Just uh, you made anything else? No, no, no. I I, d- wait,
0: that's what, it, did, did I need to? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come
1: on. Oh, I did. No, I, I thought you could stop now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, and another interesting tri- tidbit of this movie. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you read it, but uh, for folks to know, the the actors uh, in this movie, the four principal uh, actors all did their own stunts. I didn't the, know that. Their I didn't guess that. Their own driving. Wow. Everything. So, what you see in the movie are them. They're it's making real- right? this very
0: realistic. I mean, I, I got to give him definite points yeah, just, for how realistic this has a, almost a documentary feel at moments.
1: Yeah. And I, I think he was kind of going for that uh, because oh, sure. uh, they, they didn't get that from the original movie. I think he kind of wanted a documentary style acting. So, sure. I mean, even on the bridge scene, it's it's the principal actors, which is basically unheard of.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: To so, do, I to mean, do uh, some even it, they were doing sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, not uh, even though we don't recognize much of uh, the the other guys' uh, work. I mean, they are a pretty big actress. So uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's great. I, I mean, yeah. I cannot. I I think if you are a suspense action fan, adventure oh. type fan, if you're a fan of Roy Scheider, if you're a fan of William Friedkin's work, if you're a fan of uh, of great '70s cinema, especially more mm-hmm. obscure stuff that you're not, you know, but at the same time, that's not, I think there is certain things that are obscure and they're probably obscure for a reason. This one is one that <laughs> unfortunately just fell off the radar. I think of most folks. And if you have not seen it, highly recommend, can I recommend enough? Sorcerer 1977.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's out on blu-ray too. So yeah, cause so, there's no reason.
0: Plus you can rent it for like okay. 299 on Amazon at the at the very that least. Too. So folks, yeah. uh, Peter. So Peter, mm. You, uh, yes. Do you have a movie pick? Uh, uh,
1: uh, God, there are so many, actually. Okay, but I mean, not for next uh, podcast. No, but just no, for this a, would
0: be like a, just a recommendation. Just, uh, just connect something connected.
1: Uh, let's see. Why not? <sighs> Why not? Why not? The Guardian, William Freakin? from nineteen ninety. I mean, I haven't seen that in ages, but I think that was a pretty good one so well, I mean, this will be really not?
0: easy because i was thinking about making that my pick as well so that'll be both of our picks <laughs> so i say people should see the Guardian. yeah okay <laughs> Damn,
1: we really do think that. we sometimes. do we do it's like this was scripted if it was well,
0: almost except for the part <laughs> where if people listen to the whole thing they realize now
1: uh, yeah, at least I that,
0: at least that would i was gonna say that bald jackass is making it up as he goes along but wait a minute oh both bald. so <laughs> guardian 1990 when do you did you did you see that in the theater <clears throat> oh, it's, oh, Wow, that was a rental for I, me. Like that was a VHS rental.
1: I don't really know. I'm. Did we see this in a theater? We might have. Wow. Yeah. I don't right. remember. I, I mean, I've seen it uh, on VHS. Uh, did uh, If I
0: recall, I, it was not particularly successful either.
1: No, no, no. But as a uh, what I remember is it it's pretty good. But, yeah, uh, I remember
0: uh, it being very interesting. I also yeah. remember it. It's somewhat, it's it's weird because as we talked before about the interloper movies, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, which by the yes, way, have you,
0: where we real quick. Have you seen the trailer for the gift yet? Jason Bateman. It's Jason Bateman, Joel Edgerton, actually Joel Edgerton, the actor wrote, I think he, he right director just directed. I know he directed it and he stars in it with Jason Bateman and Jason Bateman is playing the straight. This is not a comedy. This is a brand new interloper movie. I'm just going to say, go look up the gift okay. trailer. It's coming out this year. I am so jacked up. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't <laughs> seen a movie like this since, you know, it's been a long time. So, okay. but it's definitely in that unlawful entry hand that rocks the Ooh, cradle hi. mold. So, but the guardian
1: definitely straddles yeah, but, the line, uh, but
0: here's the thing. It's definitely got a heavy supernatural bent.
1: Yes, it does. And trees
0: and trees, uh, trees and, and chainsaws, as I recall, <laughs>
1: Yeah, and nudity. <laughs> Quite a bit of that. Yeah, but, I think, yeah, yeah, but uh, I, we might have seen this in a theater, damn, I don't remember.
0: Well, in, in your defense, it's been 25 years.
1: Uh, that too, yeah.
0: But this one, I remember, I'm pretty sure I I had a copy of it, and mm-hmm. I, I remember watching it several times and really enjoying it. And again, I was, what, 90, I was 14-ish, mm. 13, 14 yeah,
1: so. I remember it to be pretty good. Yeah, so.
0: It might be it might be worth watching at some point.
1: Yeah, let's put it on the the long future list. Yes.
0: So I will say let's 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 wrap this episode up with A sorcerer, great, people should watch it. B yeah. Guardian, to the best of our recollection, people should watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh and 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 third, for God's sake, listen to the score today.
0: Oh yeah, come on now. If you're a fan yeah. of electronic synthy scores, you've gotta hear this. Yes. So you and I, we, we had a discussion and I'm going to just we're. – I'm not going to go too in-depth. But the this particular part of Forgotten Flicks where you and I have been talking about suspense thriller type movies more than obviously the funny stuff that we do with Daryl mm-hmm. is going to branch off at some point, probably in the very near future. And yes. it, it, we've talked about it and – at this juncture, I don't know if it's still in for a while. It might be an off and on. It might be, where it's going to be just me and Peter? It might be just me, Peter, and another guest. But it's going to go into a, a permutation related more specifically to this genre. I'll just leave it like that. In the next couple yes. months, it, it, so essentially I'll be producing the second podcast. At the moment, it's called Thriller Movie Podcast because I'm that original.
1: And uh, we're not going to limit ourselves to... Kind of the late seventies, eighties, no. and early. 90s. You know, no. this is just anything goes.
0: I love the idea of doing thrillers, mysteries, and suspense. And yes. that mean, that do, that will mean for the, there'll be a mm-hmm. bit of bleed over, no pun intended, with horror, but not as heavy, right? Because to me, horror, t- my mind. I mean, there are horror movies that do and don't have supernatural elements, and I realize that. We for instance, <laughs> we we might cover the first Saw, but I don't see my I don't see us doing any other ones. Because nah. the first saw to me is more of a thriller, a dark thriller, but a thriller. Yes, yes. See, I think that would be one of the big, points of that show would be defining what is a thriller and i because I, you got hitchcockian type yeah, kind of procedural yeah. almost like because you can get like this police procedural They're not as suspenseful necessarily some elements might be but does it is suspense a, a, a requisite I, I don't know that it is uh and i think what would be kind of interesting as a as an idea would be exploring the different themes and subgenres because thriller much like horror it, there's a a huge umbrella there, right? I mean, we've talked about yeah. that. I would like to do a whole series on interloper films. You've got supernatural thrillers. You've got crime thrillers. You've got heist caper type films. I mean, there's there's a – it there's runs a gamut.
1: So much good stuff out there.
0: And I want to have a segment where we talk about what's in the theater now too because I've mm-hmm. gotten – had the opportunity to go see more movies in the theater and I like the idea of maybe doing, you know, like quick little reviews of what's there. I could just recently saw Selfless – with Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> while predictable and overly familiar in a lot of ways, it was actually a surprisingly, I found it to be entertaining. I, I, okay. I, I like Reynolds a lot. I think he's great. I'm really excited about Deadpool with him. Uh, yes. And so it's him. He helps that movie yeah. not just be a by-the-numbers Sci-fi thriller, which is what it is, but there's stuff okay. like that we yeah. like, can go into that kind of thing. I, I think that'd be a lot yeah. of fun. So if I have a different structure, it probably won't be as. <laughs> which I think you and me doing the thriller episodes has not been as much of that. I mean, I'm not saying occasionally we won't make some snarky
1: comment. We no, don't. no, of course, but it's more. It, it uh, they're kind of more s- serious, well, serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But I'm just saying that more than likely, we're not. We're going to probably actually play it pretty uh, straight and more serious, more analytical. So I realize for Mm -hmm. Forgotten Flicks, that's probably not what a lot of the people listen to Forgotten Flicks for. And I get that. But here's the good thing. Forgotten Flicks and Forgotten Flicks Remembers, as it's blossomed into, with uh, Daryl Mm -hmm. and Peter, we're... Planning on keeping that forward. There's some more surprises coming up with that. We got the Spooky Flix Fest coming out here in October.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, we have a we we've talked offline with, with both you and I and Daryl about movies to go on uh, Forgotten Flix Remembers, and we have some good ones. Yes, uh,
0: and there have been of folks that have made recommendations, and I've got yeah. a couple of I almost want to call them. They'll be almost like Forgotten Flix Remembers will be kind of what become it'll it'll continue on you, me, Daryl doing that you know, the recordings we've been doing. And then occasionally there'll be these, I don't want to call them bonus episodes because they will be full episodes, but they will be a little different because I might do them with other people. And again, I don't want to spoil anything by saying who those people might be.
1: Yeah, we we need to talk about movies. You know, we are who we are. Indeed.
0: And actually, wasn't that the title of a movie?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It, it sounded good.
0: <laughs> we are who uh, we are.
1: Wait, wait.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. We are what we are. Sorry, not we. Who. are what we are. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's from 2013. Uh, uh,
1: they covered that on the horror movie podcast. Yes. So yeah, that's right. Oh damn, that didn't yeah, even close, that close. two and two together. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be more referenced because what you you just said, the future is so bright, we gotta wear shades, huh?
0: Thanks for listening. And for even more retro movie goodness, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and feel free to leave a review. It helps more people find out about the show. And a special thanks to JV at YourSecretIdentity.com for all the fantastic music you've heard throughout this show. So swing on by forgottenflix.com where we've got great retro reviews, articles, games, tons of past podcast episodes and interviews, and more.